Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacey Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself, interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. Welcome to episode 10, Your Rules, Your Manuals. So I used to get all sorts of bent out of shape when my mom would try to control me. I had a manual that moms shouldn't boss around and try to control their adult children. If moms loved and respected their daughters, they wouldn't try to control them. My mom had a manual for me along the lines that daughters should do the things the mom's way. If daughters loved their moms, they'd cater to them. Both of us wanted the other person to follow our manual, to do it our way, to follow our rules so we could feel calm and loved by the other person. So we all have manuals and rules for just about everyone we know and even people we don't know. And one of the most classic examples of this is our parents, like how they should have parented us, how they should parent us now that we're older. And we have manuals for our siblings. We have them for our coworkers, uh, guys on the apps, dating in general, bosses, coworkers, strangers. We have manuals on how we think people should drive how many text exchanges we should have before you ask me out on the first date, which way is the best way to have a toilet paper roll on, who should take out the trash in a relationship. We have manuals on everything. Throughout life, we've just been collecting and forming lots of opinions from our families, religions, culture, community, schools, work, magazines, movies. Consciously or unconsciously, we start writing a manual on how people should behave, what they should and shouldn't do, what's appropriate versus inappropriate, what's right or wrong, what's good or bad, what somebody who has like the plain common decency would do or not do, what's mean or nice, polite or rude morally acceptable or morally unacceptable, ethical versus unethical, selfish versus unselfish. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Most of our manuals look like my niece's textbooks. They're thick. They are heavy as a brick. They're hard covered. They're color-coded with tabs and different highlighted sections. There's notes in the margins. And depending on the person, there may be multiple, multiple, multiple volumes of it. We become very attached to our manuals and we use them as like the ultimate reference point for how everyone should show up and behave. We expect people to follow our manuals like to the T, to the letter, even though a lot of the times we're not even consciously aware that we have this manual. And most of the time we don't even share it with these people. We think they should just know how to treat us. 
that our way is the best way. And we have these manuals or rules and instruction guide for people in our lives because we want them to behave this way, this certain way that's in our manual, so we can feel good and happy, so we can feel the way that we want to feel. Because when people don't do what they should have done or should be doing according to our manuals, we think they're causing us to feel like victimized, frustrated, hurt, disappointed, angry. We feel very justified to have these expectations and rules for other people, but they're just a huge source of pain and suffering for us because we're tying our emotional happiness and tying our emotional well-being to having them behave in a certain way. And most people are just pretty sucky at doing exactly what we want them to do, how we want them to do it, and when we want them to do it. Instead, people are very practiced and good at doing things their way, the way they like to, and the way they want to. They're really good at being them, and they're not really good at all at being you and doing things your way. Here's an ordinary day example of manuals. We're driving to work, and some car zips around us and pulls right in front of us in the fast lane. Ugh, people shouldn't drive like that and shouldn't cut you off. And then the barista at Starbucks messed up your order when you were already running late. Ugh, baristas should, should pay close attention and get everyone's order right. And this place is always so busy, they need to hire way more people. And then you get to work and your boss tells you something they wanted you to change on a report without telling you what a good job you did overall. And we all know bosses should give you praise before constructive feedback. And then all these people in this made-up story, they have a manual on you too. The person who cut you off thinks you shouldn't drive that slow in the fast lane. Jeez, don't you know the fast lane rule? And the barista thinks customers should understand how hectic it is in the morning and not blame them because you're running late. And the barista manual on the manager and them needing to hire more people is the same as yours. And your boss may have a manual that you should know everything on the report was great unless they asked you to change it. We are all throwing books, our manuals all day long in our heads at everyone. And like back in episode eight, we talked about how relationships are made up of the thoughts in our head about the other person. One, what we think of them. Two, what we think they think about us. Three, what we think about us in relationship to them. And then four is our expectations. The expectations are our manuals and what this episode's all about. So. We all have these and they do get us all squirrely and frustrated and cause us problems in our lives when we think we can't feel good or feel loved or feel worthy or feel safe or feel certainty or any of the other fabulous ways we want to feel unless people follow our manuals. We get in trouble when we are basing our emotional experience and well-being on the person following our biggest manual that we may or may not have an even shared with them. 
That's why so many of you are frustrated with the apps and dating because those damn people don't date according to your dating manual and it drives you bonkers. You know you are reading from your manual when you're blaming or shaming or criticizing or resenting them when they don't behave the way you want them to. You are outsourcing and delegating responsibility for your emotions to them instead of taking emotional responsibility for yourself. And especially in dating, we are outsourcing our emotional well-being a lot of the times to people like we hardly know and in some cases don't know at all and have never met. When you're dating, the lines can look a little blurry and feel confusing between like your manual, your wants, your preferences, making requests and boundaries. Like when I describe manuals to clients, sometimes they're like, well, should I not have any expectations? So let's go over the difference. So a boundary is you controlling your behavior to feel the way you want to feel. A boundary is what you'll do to take care of yourself if the other person does something you don't want or don't like. A boundary is you taking emotional responsibility for yourself no matter what they do. So if they choose to do X, you're going to take care of yourself by doing Y. If they drink at a party, you're going to take an Uber home. If they start yelling, you're going to leave the room or situation until they calm down. If they call or text after midnight, you're not going to respond until the next morning. If your family starts arguing politics at dinner, you'll get up from the table. Those are all boundaries. They don't always have to be said out loud or communicated. They can just be things that you do. They can protect you from a boundary violation or from you know being hurt, or they can simply keep you comfortable and away from something you don't want to experience. And then there's requests. I'm all for requests. You asking someone for a certain behavior, but knowing you can feel the way you want to feel no matter if they do it or agree to it or don't. With requests, people do not pay an emotional price for not agreeing with you or not doing the request. You're not tying your emotional life to them agreeing or doing your request. You get to ask for what you want, knowing they may or may not do it, and you can be happy no matter what. Their complying or agreeing is up to them. And then we have like our preferences, our wants, you can call them qualifications, standards, It's a way of behaving and interacting that you choose and it makes it easy for you to feel the way you want to feel. All the things that you want in a relationship, all your wants and things like that. Now, a manual is you need them to behave a certain way in order for you to feel a certain way. You're making your feelings their responsibility. You need them to do X so you can feel Y. A manual is you needing someone else to control their behavior so you can feel the way you want. Like manuals have us blaming our emotions on their actions. When we're in our manuals, how they show up, we think creates or destroys our good feelings. Like we have an adult temper tantrum when they don't do it according to our manual. With manuals, like you're attached to the person displaying the behaviors in like a very specific way usually. And there's a quote, unspoken expectations are premeditated resentments. We get really resentful when they don't follow our manual to the T. And then 
A demand is basically a spoken manual. They will pay an emotional price for not doing what you want them to do. If they don't do X, you will feel Y and it will be their fault you feel Y. If you don't blank, I'm going to be very upset and angry. It's like manuals and demands are a little bit like emotional blackmail. They will be punished if they don't do it. They really don't have any option to say no or do it a different way without you getting mad or hurt. You will feel good if they do it, meet your demand. You will feel bad if they don't. So think of what you're looking for in a partner, your preferences and wants as the qualifications to get the job as your future partner, like job in quotes. The qualifications to get the job that is the share of life with you. You're going to have some must-haves to get the job. You're going to have some nice-to-haves. And then think of the manual as you micromanaging how they interview and or do the job. A manual would be you getting like mad at them in the interview for not interviewing the way you think they should or upset at them for not having the right qualifications. You're frustrated with them for even applying when they knew they weren't qualified. You're blaming them for you feeling sad because they didn't interview the way you expected them to. And in some cases, when you're not sharing your manual, you may even get mad at them for not doing the job right when you actually never told them the job description. You think they should have just known the job description. I think you're getting the picture. So here are some dating examples to illustrate the difference between like manuals and preferences and boundaries. A manual, people should be transparent online about if they are just separated or legally divorced. That is the right thing to do. A preference, I only want to date someone who was fully divorced. So the qualification for you, you must be fully divorced to date me. And then the boundary in this case would be if you find out someone you're dating is not fully divorced, you stop seeing them. And that's just, I'm making up boundaries. Your boundaries and qualifications could all be different. But these are just examples to highlight the difference between manuals and preferences and boundaries and qualifications and all those things. So here's another example. Manual. People should know what they want in a relationship and be straightforward about it. Preference. I only want to date people who also want a long-term relationship. Qualification. They must want a long-term relationship with me to be in a relationship with me. Your boundary in this case could be if you learn someone isn't sure about or doesn't want a long-term relationship, you stop seeing them. Okay, another one, manual. Men should take the lead and plan the first date for you rules girls. Preference. I want to date someone who takes the lead and plans for us. In this case, it'd be like a request. I'd love it if you just pick the place. I love it in relationships when the man takes the lead. Is that something you want to do? Here's another example. Manual. My partner should know and love me according to my love language. If they really love me and respect me, they should just want to do it. Preference. I want a partner who is verbally and physically affectionate. Request. I would love it if you texted me sweet things on a daily basis. Or I love it when you we hold hands and snuggle and all things affection. I'd love it if we do it more. I love it when you tell me how much you like me. Will you please do it daily? 
a lot of your hating on dating comes from your manuals on how people should show up to dating. Like, what if we could just drop the manuals and think of them as like characters we're watching in a movie, we're observing how they show up, we're collecting nuggets of information based on what they do and say to see if they're a good long-term fit for us. We're like interacting with them, but we're also sitting back, eating our popcorn, watching the movie that is them. So dating is like you engaging with another person to explore and discover if your values are aligned. If you both want to live and share life in a way that feels good to both of you, are your wants and values compatible versus trying to change and control them to get them to show up per your manual, trying to make them want to do things your way when they don't want to can drive you both crazy. When you think of expectations for other people, I'm going to offer you this way of thinking. The only thing I expect of people is for them to show up the way they show up and do things the way they do things and say the things they say. From there, you have a choice to have them in your life or not, to date them or not, to partner with them or not. You can make requests, you share your preferences and wants, and then observe how they respond and show up. And it's like being open and unattached to how they respond and show up because you want to know the reality that is them. Like, who is this person when you're not trying to control or manipulate them to fit your manual? How do they show up? What do they do? Why do they do it? It's like super curious. And when you're dating, if you find someone that naturally wants to follow a lot of your manual, winner, winner, chicken dinner. It feels great when people knowingly or unknowingly or naturally or consciously follow our manuals. But if they don't want to or naturally don't, and you're trying to manipulate and control them into doing it, everyone loses because no one wants to be controlled. And when we try to control and manipulate people into following our rules and manuals, it causes disconnection. And that's the opposite of what we really want. We all want like a loving, connected relationship. Instead of connected with the true them, the reality of them, with a manual, we think we need them to change or have them show up how we want them to or say, what we want them to say in order for us to feel the way we want to feel about them, about ourselves, and about our relationship. So the goal can be learning to feel how you want to feel without needing people to change or show up according to your manual. Knowing that if the person you are currently dating doesn't fit your wants, preferences, qualifications, that you can find someone who does. We are limiting our happiness by making it conditional on external things like someone following our manual. The freedom and increased capacity for joy and happiness and love comes from us knowing we can be happy no matter what people around us are doing or not doing. That we can create the biggest and bestest and most amazing life no matter who's in it or how they're behaving. Knowing their behavior isn't the cause of our emotions. Our emotions come from our thoughts, which is great because we have control over how we choose to think and feel and act. And because we filter what people do through our brains, we have thoughts about what they do. And it's our thoughts that are creating our feelings. People can't bypass our thoughts and cause us to have feelings. We have to have thoughts about what they're doing first. You don't have to accept anything you don't want to accept in a partner, but knowing like you're choosing your partner and all their bad habits 
and all their messiness and all the parts of them and all the reality that is them. And you have a choice. If it doesn't work for you, you can choose something else. Another way to think of manuals are manuals are for objects. They're for ovens, for stereos, for cars. Requests and boundaries are for people. Rules and consequences are for like kids and people who report to you, not for adult relationships. Getting this tool and concept will serve you so much in dating and in your future partnerships and all your relationships. Understanding people are pretty sucky at showing up in accordance with our manuals, especially when we've never even shared our big, thick rule book with them. People can't read our minds. We can't read theirs. Getting skilled and making requests is going to benefit all your relationships. People don't like to be controlled. You don't like to be controlled. People aren't good at being who we think they should be. They like to exercise their free will and they're super good and practice at being themselves and showing up how they show up. When we go around wanting and needing everyone to be us and think like us and behave like us, we suffer. When you're throwing that big, heavy manual book at people all the time in your head, it gets exhausting. Your metaphorical mental arms get tired. You don't want to be throwing that manual at your future partner because it's going to hurt you both. A lot of the times, like when we're feeling frustrated or mad or hurt, it's because someone we're dating or talking to or a friend or a family member didn't show up the way we think they should have. We have thoughts like, I would have been there for her if she was going through a breakup or I would have never ghosted them after four dates or four months. That's just mean. Or my mom is supposed to be supportive and lift me up. I can't believe she's being so childish. She's supposed to be the parent, the adult. But what's happening is, We are hurting ourselves with our manuals and expectations of them when we expect them to show up and behave the way we would, what we would do for them if the tables were turned. But the fact is, you are so good at being you and showing up as you, and they aren't. They are good at being them and showing up as them. They're good at doing things the way they like to do it. They're good at avoiding the uncomfortable feelings that they want to avoid. Start noticing what your manuals are. What is the story or script I have in my head for them on how this should go? What is my manual for them in this situation? I wonder what their manual is for me. How do I feel when someone wants me to behave in a way I don't want to? You're going to catch yourself nose deep in your manual instead of witnessing the human before you. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just start to notice when you're stuck in your manual versus being present with the reality of the human before you. So maybe ask yourself, like, do I have my nose in my rule book right now, my manual? How can I look up and just be present with this human and witness to how they show up in the world, who they are versus who I think they should be, how they do life versus how I think they should do life. In dating and finding your person, want what you want own your preferences, have your list of qualifications for the position that is your future partner, and start playing with how do you drop your manuals and meeting how do you stop expecting people to show up how you would and instead just notice how they do them. Like you don't have to have them in your life. You can make requests. You can set boundaries. 
getting more skilled at letting them be them without making it mean all sorts of things about you and them and the relationship. Do this with all your relationships and you're going to be amazed how loving and good it feels. This was a meaty episode. DM me or email me if you have any questions or want clarification on any of this or like let's chat and explore if dating coaching's for you. Mwah. Love you. Go get them without your manuals. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use the link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call. And let's go find your person.